up, everybody? How's everybody doing out there? You know, Radio Land's going to wake up because we're right here <laughs> starting our big day, a beautiful day. It still feels like fall, but spring is right around the corner, y'all. So we're going to spring into action for 2023. This is DJ Rick, and my show is Alley Rally every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. I'm going to start my favorite show off with my favorite catchphrase. What it is, what it was, what it shall be. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it shall be a little bit of something just like this. One of our top Texas teams in the top four, y'all. University of North Texas in the final four. Yeah, the mean green right there in Denton, Texas. All the other teams, they bugged out, including UT and Austin. And they almost had that, though. I'm going to give them that. They almost had that, but almost don't cut it. But I will say, for the first time, I think, in their history, they have an African-American basketball coach who was an interim coach, but now he's the man. Okay? He proved himself. He did it. He brought his team as close as they could get, and that was good enough to make him, right now, and hopefully for a few more years anyway, that man, the main coach. All right? So, shouts out to them, but shouts out to UT. UNT, excuse me, Screaming Eagles, as they call them. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. That's how they do it, like that, Screaming Eagles. <laughs> they have been known for the music program. And you've heard me say that for the last 10 years. They got the biggest and one of the best jazz programs in the nation. Next to Juilliard and Berkeley School of Music, UNT is right up there. And I came that close to getting the scholarship back in the day. But when we moved and we changed schools, the hell with that. So that was $40,000 down the drain, if not more. <laughs> but the thing is, they've always been known for their music. If you know music in the world, in the United States, UNT was right there. But now they're known for their basketball. Mm. That's legit, okay? That's what I'm talking about. They weren't, they got it. And if they win this next game, I think it's tomorrow, or maybe it could be today. I know the next game they play. If they win, and they should, then they go on to the championship. Okay, the holy grail of all that. And a side note, UNT is where mean Joe Green from the Pittsburgh Steelers went to college. Oh, so, I did not know that. Yes, he did. Did not mean know Joe, that. Y'all. He sure did. He's not that mean, but hey, when he gets on the football field, he was a beast. He still lives out in the DFW area, but hey, man, all the props go to the Eagles. That's what it's all about. Speaking of Eagles, my Eagle Eye, legal Eagle, in a way. <laughs> she just came in on her wings and she flew and she sat right down on her nest, y'all. <laughs> this is that beautiful Barbie hanging out with me. Barbie, how you do, boo? What's up, baby cakes? How are you? I'm doing, every time you come and see me, I'm doing great. And love the coffee, by the way. I was about mm. to say, are you happy now? I brought you your coffee. I'm I know happy. last week I messed up. My bad. You know, y'all, she, she, yeah, with my coffee? <laughs> She messed up with this co- the coffee. She insisted on bringing me. I never asked. You said she's going to do that legit. And you forgot. I or know. you ran late. I did. I ran late. I had to pick up somebody on their, on my way here. So, you know, my bad, my bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Foxy Roxy. It's hard yes. getting out of bed, ain't it? It is. It is. Especially <laughs> if she worked the night before. Uh, Yeah. For, for those that don't know club life, okay, when it's like this time, like the time it is now, one o'clock. Some of us just rolling out of bed. Some mm-hmm. people are just I getting wish, up. <laughs> I wish I can get home five o'clock in the morning, still have to get up at six o'clock to take care of my kids, take them to school, make breakfast, do all this stuff, then come home, get ready for here. You know what? I need and, some sleep. And you make it look so good because you'd be walking in well preserved, <laughs> you know, hair all did, makeup all flawless and. You know, you're thinking inside, damn, that couch looks really good right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my, my body there, and if I close my eyes, I'll be there for at least 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that. So, yeah, 
Always good to have you, boo. Always Thank you, good baby. to have you. Yeah, so I'll be rolling with her. Y'all got to play a song because we always kick it off at least one song before we get into it. But I am going to give you a little hint. Or maybe I should just tell you what the subject of the day is because Barbie looking at me like, what is it? What is mm-hmm. it? I'm a little nervous. N- nervous? I don't know. Sometimes with you, it could be a little, you know. I'm not going to grind you up and eat you. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you what it is, okay? All right. What is it today? Involuntary advice. Okay. Let me say that again. Involuntary advice. Okay. Okay. Because some people just walk up to you and start telling you what they think you mm-hmm. need to do, need to say, need to dress, mm-hmm. how, how to live your life. Facts. You didn't ask. Facts. You didn't ask. They just walk up and, you know, well, you need to, and they, they, they go from there, you know. Uh, my mother, God rest her soul, taught me many things in life. And one of the best pieces of advice she gave me was if somebody's doing it, she goes, you need to tell them before you go any further, you don't run anything. Facts. Facts. I pissed off a lot of people, particularly at one job I had when I worked in a jewelry store. And they took it personal. But you know what? If you take it personal, it means it, it pertains to you. A lot of things you don't run. You don't, you know, you're not even in charge at the job. Mm-hmm. Are you going to try to tell somebody about something? No. Mm-hmm. Involuntary, y'all. People just walk up to you and say, I don't like this, or you need to change that, or you should, whatever. If you ask for the advice, you open up that can of worms. Yes. If you ain't asking, you don't need it. That's true. I think we grown folks in this house, right? Yep. <laughs> and for those of you who are watching me live right now on my Instagrams, I want you guys to send me your involuntary advice that you have received before so we could talk about that too. Yeah, because everybody got some. Everybody, you know, yes. somebody walked up and said, I can't say that I haven't done it because I, I did it, but it was like a, you know, off the cuff thing or subliminal or, you know, I mean, people legit will say, Whatever they have to say, and sometimes they have good intentions. Sometimes it might be a situation where you might be in trouble. I get that. It could be a safety issue. Yeah, but to say, like, I don't like your nail polish. You need to change it. You know, you mm-hmm. need to put on a different color. Mm-hmm. You need to put your hair up instead of having it down, you know? Yeah. You need to lose your attitude. Only For have real. an attitude because you gave me one. <laughs> Word. Or you consider it to be one because you consider it to be one. It don't mean that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That just means... That's your interpretation, and I have pressed that button almost all my life. Yeah. If you see it that way, it doesn't mean it's that way. That's just how you see it. That's how it is, plain there and simple. Go. We're going to talk about that. So <laughs> let me throw on a jam real fast. We'll come back and get with Barbie, everybody else, and do what we do and uh, take it to another level. <laughs>
Uh, we ain't worried about it, y'all. We are not worried at all. <laughs> In many ways, we're going to just take it up to another level because we always do. We oh, reach yeah. for the stars and we, we are there, you know. I mean, like the stars last night, they had all the planets aligned. It was on the news last night, all these like five or six planets in a line. You look toward the west, you can see them twinkle. You know what? That happens every now and again, see, and we want to be that high. So we're going to reach it with, of course, my surrogate host over there, Barbie, doing hello, her thing. Hello, hello, hello. Who always, who never lets me down, okay? <laughs> never lets me down. So I appreciate everything you do, boo-boo. Anytime, I love, mm-hmm. anytime. And speaking of uh, this and speaking of that, we're going to talk about involuntary advice when people oh. walk up. People, coworkers, uh, sometimes. Strangers. A lot of strangers. That's when you really tell them to step off. You don't know nothing about them. You're going to come mm-hmm. and tell me that's okay. And sometimes the spouse can do that, you know, because yes. it, it happens. I get that. And not all of it's bad, but I'm saying if people have no idea what's going on in your life and they don't like something because they don't like it. And you are a grown-ass person. Let's put that in. you grown. Yes. If you're not paying my bills, you're not telling me, you know, you're not laying in bed with me, don't tell me what to do. Even if you're, you are hey, laying in bed I was going to say. <laughs> don't be giving new, no, like, advice that I didn't ask for, okay? Didn't ask for it. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask. And don't, don't need it. Now, my oldest, my, old, my brother, <laughs> he is the king of that. He's always done that since I could remember. Oh, my God. What? My he's sister, a, too, actually. But he's a glutton for punishment. Because I always tell him to F off every time he says it. He's heard that for well over 25 years, okay? F off. F- he, he come back from what? Again, he's persistent. He said, you need to. His favorite word, you need. You mm-hmm. need. You need. And I'm like, F off. F off. F-. Yep. And I don't never do what he says I, I, he thinks I need to do. Mm-hmm. He never gives up. I'll give him that. He, one day he go hope I'm going to do what he want me to do. Oh, my sister's the same way. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> I think it's the older sibling. You know, they tell you what to do or they try to tell you what they to try. do. And I'm like, try. I'm a grown ass woman now. Like, don't be telling me what to do. Even when I wasn't grown, I'm like, still, well, I couldn't say F. I said, forget you because uh-huh. you get back to the folks, you get smacked for it, right? Yep. <laughs> That's it's as close as you're going to get. When I get old enough to say that word, it came out. Yeah. There you go. But seriously, people got the nerve to walk up to you who don't know you and just say, okay, Bambi, Barbie, <laughs> you blank, 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 because I say so. Uh-huh. I want to see you get that Puerto Rican out and, and tell somebody different. I've had somebody come up to me <laughs> and oh, tell me. That tone of voice, I love it. Because, first of all, how are you going to give me, tell me what to do when you are, what you're telling, okay, you know what? Uh-oh, I'm nah. getting ahead of myself. There you are. So I had somebody come up to me and tell me, you're a mother. You shouldn't be doing the things that you do. It's disrespectful to yourself and your children. I'm sorry, what? Hmm. Let me let me just scroll through. Oh, look, there you are following me on OnlyFans. There you are following my Twitter. There you are following my Instagram. Oh, and your Facebook friends? Mm-hmm. But you telling me not to do what I do, but you paying full price. Oh. For my subscription. Yeah. Oh. Oh, but you loving everything you see. Everything. Because you're not a ghost. I see you liking it. <laughs> but telling me what to do? No. Yep. Mm-hmm. No. My kids are safe. I'm yeah. safe. Don't tell me what to do. It's, I hate that. It's how you make your money. It's how I make my money. And, you, and you, I don't ever cross a line. There is a certain line that I do not cross. Being in this industry you have to make your own rules. You have yeah, to you make do. sure you set yourself apart. Yeah, you do. And the hmm. biggest thing is, like I said, being married, I don't cross a line. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I get kind of vulgar in a lot of the stuff that I do. I, I, but I that, do. That's your choice. 
Exactly. It's, it's not, my choice. And your interpretation. Exactly. There you are. But I don't ever do anything that's going to disrespect or ruin my marriage or ruin my children's reputation. And, and on that note, because there are a lot of content creators out there, here's the thing, and I learned this in film school. I got a degree in this. I studied it, people. Don't, don't tell me I'm wrong. And you can interpret it any way you want to. But see, I was the only photographer that brought in nude pictures, and they were just mm-hmm. that. They were nudes, mm-hmm. artistic nudes. You can be nude. You can be artistic. It doesn't have to be sexualized. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, one guy was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm glad you had the balls to do it because some people were kind of shied away from it. Exactly. And the instructor's like, well, we, we welcome everything. Mm-hmm. And if you see it in class, you're supposed to give them a, quote, critique, like, like yeah. you know, positive stuff, you know, nothing negative, you yeah. know, kind of thing, right? Again, no one had the, the gall to do that, but at the same time, you know, they're like, well, you know, it's, it's a naked girl. You shouldn't do that. Here's that involuntary stuff again. I said, look, uh-huh. it's the rules of the school. It's the rules of this department, and the rules of the instructor says, I can. Exactly. You don't like it, look the other way. Well, we have to, we have to, because everybody has to look at everybody's work and say, hold on, I guess they got to say something positive about it, because we're there to help. Now, I didn't get that much from the women that uh-huh. were there, and there was like four guys that said positive things about, you know, contour yeah. and contrast, all that stuff like that. But some were like, I can't believe he did that. You know, he knows better than that. The instructor liked it. You don't look at yourself in the mirror and think you're a work of art? There you go. That's what you need. And you know what? Me being my name, my model name is Scarred Barbie for a reason. Because I don't look like the normal quote unquote Barbie, nor do I want to. But you look better. You know what? I am who I am for the things that I've gone through. And you know what? My scars make me. And Mm -hmm. that's what makes me beautiful. And it's taken me a long time to discover that. And I've had people tell me, well, you know, those scars aren't really beautiful. You shouldn't be showing them off. I'm sorry. My scars are my survival map. That's what I've been through. And I'm trying to show other people. It is beautiful. I didn't ask for your opinion. There you go. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Another involuntary thing. Another involuntary thing. And they should realize, and they need to realize. I said they need. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they need to realize that when anybody has these, these scars that we didn't ask for that you know if you choose to celebrate them then that is your expression that is your right this is a motivational tool for you and they can't agree with all that fine go look in your mirror but i can tell when you look in your mirror you got scars somewhere on your body Uh so let's not hear it may not be as big or as many but you got them yep so you take your involuntary advice and and stick it up your orifice Mm because i'm telling you you know people have their own bubble to worry about yep why worry about yours your world is big. Obviously, you're doing something that's getting their attention. Mm-hmm. See? And haters exactly. are going to hate. Yep. Haters are going to hate. I see women, and I'm going to say it like this because it, it bothers me. Number one, I hate cancer. hate that word. Mm-hmm. You got my mom, got a girlfriend of mine. I hate that word. It's just devastating. But when women, I see on the um, Facebook, they've had their breasts removed. Mm-hmm. And they're taking stuff with their shirts off saying... Mm-hmm. I think that is so beautiful. It takes a lot to do that. It is so courageous. It is beyond it, beautiful. And some people are firing at that, saying they shouldn't show these scars. They should cover up or they should get a breast implant to make them look more like women. Why? That bothers me. You don't need to... You don't know that person's battle. They got this far beating this damn thing. And you're going to say, well, because we don't like it. You know, my advice to you is to have another surgery or, you know, put something on there or better mm-hmm. cover it up. Mm-hmm. Involuntary. Involuntary. 
I told somebody on one of them things, I left a comment, let them talk to me and let them say that. Mm-hmm. Okay? I know it's bad enough that you have to go through what you go through. Mm-hmm. More women than men, because like when my mother lost her hair yeah. from a chemo, she's like, hair doesn't make a person. Exactly. It don't make a person. And some will say, well, you need to wear a wig or you need to wear a hat. You ain't got to do all that. Exactly. Involuntary advice. Yeah. person can do what they want and fight that fight. I think we need to support them, pray for them, and let them live the life that they have, especially if they win that battle. Mm-hmm. Because I applaud the Amen. fact that a woman is strong enough to take off her shirt and say, this is the result of something I didn't ask for. Yep. But I'm here. I'm living. Facts. I have my kids. I got my health. I, I got my world behind me. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm still here for a reason, and I'm going to celebrate it. But involuntary advice, mm-mm. There you go. What, what, what are your friends saying so far? I had somebody talk about kids. Like, don't take your kids out in the cold. You shouldn't be taking your kids out in the cold. Who, if they're not your kids, why are you telling me what to do? You raised your kids? Great. You don't have kids? Oh, that's even worse. When somebody with no kids tries to tell you what to do with your... I I can see you right now. Mm, I hate that. You're getting hotter than this coffee. That is just... How are you going to tell me what to do with my children Hmm. when you don't even have your own? Like, who are you? Where'd you come from? (laughs) Ain't nobody ask you for nothing. There was one time where I saw three kids that I knew the family. I knew the mom. I worked in a pawn shop. And they were on that street where we were located. And I, I did say that because it was raining. And it was probably about 34 degrees. I mean, it's freezing rain kind of thing. And these kids were out with no shoes, in shorts, and T-shirts. They went to the store. I'm like, no coat, no shoes. I mean, even for a, a person who has you know, a coat, it was cold. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I just don't want to see those kids catch pneumonia. But I mean, I didn't tell them to put on shoes. But I'm like, I'm just questioning the situation that the mother put them into. And now here's something. Okay, so my country side of the family. <laughs> Wait a okay. minute. Hold on, hold on. Back. I do have a country I, I was going to say, that's what I want to hear. You. I Ms. do have a country hold on, side hold of the family. Hold on, let me, let me get it out of my mouth. I got to say this now. Miss Cosmopolitan. <laughs> you, you heard me. Miss, Miss City Life, you know, looking all fresh and dope. And you got a country side to you? I do. I do. <laughs> So Tell it, baby. my dad and his wife, my stepmom, she, they're in the country. So you say walk around with no shoes and shorts. That's exactly how they walk around. And it don't matter what's the temperature. <laughs> it's just they're used to it. That's why I'm like, ain't nobody going to ask for your advice because some people, they're just used to it. That's just how they roll. Yeah. So don't yeah. give people advice if they didn't ask for it. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Now I got to go to commercial. I mean, commercial. I'll play a song here in a second. But um, I, as I've gotten older, I mean, I'm saying because you know the kid side of me, graduate high school, whatever, and you kind of go from there. You know, let me tell you something. I even at an early age, I learn when people just whatever the conversation is. Well, you know what I think. I shut mm-hmm. it right there. Not I don't know what you think, nor do I care. Ain't nobody asked what you think. Thank you. I turned the channel, mm-hmm. and it's like he didn't, he didn't hear what I had to say because I didn't ask for it. Yep. But when somebody starts a conversation that has no business being there, I say, you know what I think, then we got a problem. I have had people say, "Can I get in on this?" Like you know, asking to join the conversation. I respect that because you're asking you. You didn't walk up in it and just start doing it. Then again, it's kind of loaded. If you invite them into the circle, you get what you get. I get that too. But I had a coworker. They would always talk about, well, you know what I think? We, we don't care what you think because, honestly, you don't. You don't think before you speak. 
kind of known for that too. Mm-hmm. Sheila, first name, was kind of known for that. But in everybody's conversation, and just you know what I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. she quickly got shot down by most of the coworkers. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she got got back and she got isolated. Well, because you walk in uninvited, and you you know what I think it had nothing to do with the conversation. Yep, you just want people to listen to you, but your life is crumbling. Yeah, her life mm-hmm. fell apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna get back to that, y'all. So <laughs> we're gonna talk about families' involuntary advice after this. Oh, family always got involuntary mm-hmm. advice. You know, family. That's one thing. Family not gonna stop. <laughs> family gonna do that to y'all. And then you know what? I, my family does it. I've done it to them. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. But usually, the family figures since we were lady, you might have that open gate. Mm-hmm. You might. Then again, you might not. Because some families ain't close. You just related. Yep. But man. If you get to the reunion, oh lord! <laughs> and sometimes if you, I'll kick back and look at what's going on. I got a um, younger cousin and my dad's cousin, who's like older cousin, raising his granddaughter, and there was a little bit of a riff with her what she had on. I like, you know what? I don't have a dog in that fight. I know we're family. I'm gonna grab my drink. I'm gonna watch this. <laughs> <laughs> you just like watching the show. Well, I had to because of the situation at hand. I'm gonna explain that here in a second. But y'all, think about it. Involuntary advice, advice people give you and you don't need and you don't want. Y'all, give me your examples. Oh, she You're got, watching live. Y'all, give me your examples. <laughs> she do. We'll be right back for that best attack. vodka on the planet, Dank Vodka. Dank Vodka is the world's first terpene vodka, having lemon haze terpenes in our ingredients. We are also veteran-owned and operated out of the great state of Texas in the city of Waxahachie. Carbon filtered with the best and purest water right here on the planet. No added sugar. Go to DankSpirits.com and check out our website. First and only terpene vodka in the world dank vodka that is dankspirits.com get you some when you're looking to buy or sell a house look no further than wendy mayer licensed real estate agent and realtor with the texas best properties located in keller texas wendy is the premier choice for all of your real estate needs and is dedicated to providing the highest level of personalized service every step of the way. That is Wendy with the Y, and the last name is spelled M-A-I-E-R. Wendy can be found at Wendy Speaks Real Estate on Facebook and Instagram. The website is TexasBestProperties.com. You can also reach her by phone at 817-337-7089. We were good, we were gold, kind of dream that can't be sold. We were right, till we weren't, built a home and watched it burn.
Miley Cyrus, right there, y'all. Uh, you know what? She she just came into that song. I said, mm-hmm. I gotta gotta put that on my show. You know, so <laughs> just had to play it. So we are back. We are back. We're talking about involuntary advice, people. Involuntary people just walk up and just just tell you about your business or try to tell you about you. Mm-hmm. Now, see, you can agree with me or not, but I say, don't nobody know you better than you yep and some people may know you real good including family yes but they don't know everything yes because you don't tell them everything this is true (laughs) sometimes you don't need to tell everybody everything you know but um you know family sometimes can do that now again my my nosy grandma i keep talking about i was about to say there's always that one family member that don't know how to keep their nose out of nobody's business my grandmother should have been a um private eye because she just would not give up on finding information about mm-hmm. me okay she wanted to know from day from the time she got up to the time she went to bed she wanted to know all about her favorite grandchild what where when why and how every minute on the minute on the hour yeah that got annoying okay mm-hmm. <laughs> that got annoying when i was old enough to realize that she's just up in my business doesn't mean i don't love her because god knows i do mm-hmm. i just got tired of being under the spotlight yeah and it's like, since she's asking all these questions and stuff, I'm supposed to like it. Hell no, I didn't like it. She's not up in everybody else's bed. Yeah, but you're her favorite. I get that. But, you know, I just. As get- a favor, you should leave me alone. Ask, question everybody else. Leave me alone. Thank you. Or stop giving me involuntary advice. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need it. I don't want it. Yeah. So I think she got offended when I didn't do it. But I'm sorry. It happens. <laughs> I have a life to lead. Mm-hmm. And I'm growing up and I'm realizing this is this is what I want to do. But family going to try to do that to you. Now, at the reunion, we have my cousin Jerry and his granddaughter. And she, she had on some pants that were revealing, you might say. Okay. You know, she had them cut, you know, almost all the legs off, you know, her um, legs okay, are showing okay. kind of thing. Now, to me, I know that's a that's trend. That's the style. Yeah, that's the trend right now. And what really gets me is people pay $200 for them holy ass pants. I know. <laughs> talking real holy pants you know what i mean like it's almost no leg there yeah it's just a seam i seen a pair for 200 dollars like that it wasn't nothing to them or what about them kanye shirts with the holes in them and burnt out i'm like yo i can make that for you go to go to like the dollar tree and get them two dollar shirts i'll make it for you yeah but she wore them she's also a high school student and most people treat her as, as more of a kid than a young adult mm-hmm. i Again, I'm not part of that, but I, I hear the whispers. Oh, she wore that to the reunion. Well, you know what? She did. If I didn't like them, I'm not going to look at them. Exactly. Mind yours. I didn't buy them. 
And she's not mine, you know? Yeah. So I don't, I'm not a part of that. But, you know, I mean, in a way, I see where they're coming from. And if I were a parent, I might have asked her to maybe cover up, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. she had almost everything hanging out. Yeah. But let them deal with that. Yep. It's not my place to jump in and say anything about it. Yeah. And I didn't. Or on social media, when you have friends and family who follow you, or even people you don't really know, but they follow your social media, like Instagram or Twitter or TikTok. Sure. And they give you involuntary advice because they think they know you by what you post. Listen. By my post, you could think I might be single. You could think I'm going through a heartbreak. You could think that I'm getting ready to like do some crazy stuff. You don't know. I will post whatever I want. When that you get is ready. my life. <laughs> exactly. I didn't ask for your opinion. If you don't like it, keep scrolling. Ain't yeah. nobody ask you to comment on it. Like I said, keep scrolling. Don't follow. Why do you yeah. have to put your two cents in? Yeah. Why do you want to have like you want to do that internet tough guy thing? I've had that. <laughs> I've had that where somebody wow. has something to say about an outfit that I wore, and mm. it was about empowering females. And he went off, and I was like, "Did I ask for your opinion? No. Did I do I <laughs> you know late at night to you? No, I don't think so. Like what what are you giving me your opinion for? Yeah. What are you getting out of it? And then he got smart with me and I was like, "Oh, I see. You're really just one of those like mm-hmm. internet tough guys. You just mm-hmm. using the keyboard cuz you think you got power cuz I can't see you face to face." Yeah. That's annoying. Mm. Mm. I went through that during this election and the the Trump era when I post something about how I felt about the country and how I felt about mm-hmm. what was happening, okay? And I had all these quote friends they were coming at me with all this and that and questions. And what do you think? And I was wrong and I should be happy. Basically, what they wanted me to do was to fall to my knees, fold my hands and mm-hmm. pray to the Trump gods that Trump was in, in charge. OK, I'm like, OK, look here. I got my opinion. I I, I, I post what I post. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say what I got to say. And I'm getting all this daily stuff. So, you know what? I, I don't answer people. Yeah. I'm telling y'all now. I don't answer folks. If I don't want to, I'm not going to do it. Yep. And man, they're like, you know, you're not answering me. No, I'm not going to answer you because I don't have to. Exactly. My friends list got a little short. <laughs> I mean, you know what? But that's when you know who your real friends are. That's when you know who's there to support you. Because in my opinion, we can not see eye to eye on everything. But as long as you're not doing anything to harm me personally, you're yep. not harming yourself. Why do I need to throw myself in there? And you know what? Even if you are doing something that, in my opinion, may be harming to yourself, mm-hmm. that's my opinion. There you go. Let somebody else take care of that. Because that's not my problem. That's what I'm saying. That's not my problem. And it, it didn't change my, my thought process you know exactly you're just wasting your time wasting your breath ain't no need for that exactly you're wasting your time mm-hmm. your time because my time is fine with what's going on yeah and i'm gonna wake up with myself I'm, I'm gonna go to bed with myself i'm gonna look in the mirror at myself i am gonna be fresh with this yep you know and i mean they were like saying not 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 profanity not, not cursing whatever just like you know you really don't know what's going on. You really shouldn't do that. You really should look at this. I said, you know what? I look at what I got to look at. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to answer you. Yep. And a lot of times I just didn't. I just left it right there. Other friends who know me a little bit better, I can't say they're in my defense, but they're more on track with, hey, he's not going to yeah. jump out at you. But if you want to argue with somebody, it's going to be me. And I had all these arguments going on. I'm sitting back watching thinking, you, you, y'all too grown for this. Yeah. You're too grown for that. So go back and forth. Yeah. Agree to disagree. There you go. Be done with it. 
Mm-hmm. I always say that. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. And just be fresh with that. But mm-hmm. no, they want to be all crazy like that. Fine. And then I had a question after the election was over. And I said it on this microphone. I'm going to say it again. I was like, y'all argued all that time. But see, when you see each other in public, y'all straight? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't like each other on Facebook. But what, what happens? You run into them at the mall or the grocery store. That's that phony crap I hate. <laughs> That's that phoniness. Don't come at me. You don't like me. Don't come Ooh. at me on the internet. Don't come at me, you know, texting me. But then when you see me face to face, what it is? Oh. What it is? Let me know. Tell me. Say it to my face because you're going to F around and find out. That's what it is. I, I really wish that my audience could see your face when you said that you you got <laughs> no no don't play me don't Woo. i am not the one don't give me that phoniness because i hate that i'm a very transparent individual what you see is what you get yeah. what you see is what you get I'm not phony, if you I'm don't not like me that's fine i am not everybody's cup of tea but i sure as hell am somebody shot of tequila and i know that mm-hmm. i know that that's right and it's okay it doesn't bother me because if you don't like me you know what? What it? What is that going to do for me? It's not going to do nothing. I'm not losing sleep at night. It is what it is. I will tell you, you're losing out on a cool friend because mm-hmm. I am a very cool friend. I'm a good person with a good heart. Yeah. But I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to waste no sleep. But don't come at me, phony. Mm-mm. Don't yeah. come at me. And don't talk about me behind my back. Act like I don't hear it. Because yeah. I hear it all. I, I used to tell some people because they want to play that game of I'm, I'm very... Um, uh, it's a race to be popularity and yep. all that stuff, you know, at work, whatever, you know. I- I'm, you know, better than that because all the people here like me, whatever. I say, you know what, you can take this as being rude or not, but I'm not here to be liked. I got a job to do. Yep. I got a job to do. And once I do my job, I'm going home. Yep. That's the way it is. I do my job. Plain very and simple, true. you know. Well, you don't have very many friends, but I'm not causing any trouble either. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my job. In the military that I belong to, I'm doing my job. I don't yep. hang out with none of them soldiers. I do not. I just don't. And if you guys want to hang out after we finish with drill, perfectly fine. But mm-hmm. it's not a popularity contest because, you know, here we go back to that again. We saw you doing this. So we think you ought to do this because you belong to this organization. Mm-hmm. Some people say that, too. They put an email. Don't do this. Don't do that because you belong here. We have an image to keep, blah, blah, blah. Well, if I am a grown man and I'm not breaking any laws, yep. I'm doing it. Exactly. If you don't My like, life. Yeah. You can look at it. You can turn away. You can be somewhere in the middle. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I'm a grown man. I'm going to do all that. So going to play another song, actually. And you like Bruno Mars, right? I love that, man. Okay. Somebody get me Bruno Mars, please. You like his uh, rendition of Love Strain? Uh, yes. I love it. Have him. you heard the original? Yeah. Okay. For those that don't know, the original song was by Confunction. Uh Back in the day, and it sounds, this sounds just like that song. I mean, like, the instrumentation, the tone. He knows how to keep it, you know. It's hard to get that throwback to sound throwback. Mm -hmm. You know, the feeling and the vibe is there. Yeah. Even my mother liked the original version. But Bruno and his group, Silk Sonic, just said, man, let's just go back and bring that flavor up. And they knocked it out. It just really did. So, you know, I finally got it loaded. Yes. I know. I said, oh, she Bruno, go- I love you. If somebody out there knows him, send him my way. Oh, my mm-hmm. way. yeah. You want that, don't you? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't lying. She said, I want some of that. I want eh. that. All well, of it. Okay, what you going to do with it then? 
I can't I, say it I, now. I, what? I can't talk about it on here. What you going to do with this, huh? Something that if you're subscribed to my OnlyFans, you'll be able to see. Oh, hey. Okay, you got to pay that big subscription now, yep. y'all. <laughs> Not that big. Okay. <laughs> if you had to buy eggs, gas, or her subscription, I would say her subscription, okay? Yeah. Sacrifice it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A little bit of Bruno Mars and Silk Sonic, oh. y'all. Love's train. Dude.
Introducing the best vodka on the planet, Dank Vodka. Dank Vodka is the world's first terpene vodka, having lemon haze terpenes in our ingredients. We are also veteran-owned and operated out of the great state of Texas in the city of Waxahachie. Carbon filtered with the best and purest water right here on the planet. No added sugar. Go to DankSpirits.com and check out our website. First and only terpene vodka in the world, Dank Vodka. That is DankSpirits.com. Get you some. Rick's Cabaret Fort Worth and Rick's Cabaret DFW presents $5 You Call It Crown and Down Wednesdays and Thursdays where the choice is yours. With upscale hospitality, the best service and entertainment in a safe environment, throwing the best party in DFW. Military is always free admission. Come see why Rick's is the best and forget the rest. Rick's Cabaret has two locations, 15,000 Airport Freeway and 7101 Calmont Avenue, Fort Worth, Texas. Come see why everyone ends up at Rick's. Mention Fishbowl Radio and get free admission. Come see the best. When you're looking to buy or sell a house, look no further than Wendy Mayer. Licensed real estate agent and realtor with the Texas Best Properties, located in Keller, Texas. Wendy is the premier choice for all of your real estate needs and is dedicated to providing the highest level of personalized service every step of the way. That is Wendy with the Y and the last name is spelled M-A-I-E-R. Wendy can be found at Wendy Speaks Real Estate on Facebook and Instagram. The website is TexasBestProperties.com. You can also reach her by phone at 817-337-7089. All right, your little commercial there from Wendy Mayer. You know, she's selling houses and everything like that. And uh, I need a house. You do? <laughs> Everybody need a house, boy, I tell you. Everybody need a house. Well, it's good to have your own space, your own house, your own whatever it is. Uh, side note, for you know, we promote a lot at the 7th Street District because mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of where it is. A lot of things happen there. A lot of clubs are good. No, no fee to get in. You know, you get in, have a good time. Yep. You rock it like that. And on top of that, they got a lot of the new apartments and the townhomes down there. But I'm serious. Once, once you grow up, okay, and you want a house and you want to raise a family, that ain't the place to do it. There's no, no schools, there's no all. parks. It's, it's, it's concrete jungle kind of thing. But mm-hmm. hey, for party and for hanging out, and, and and living a fast life, okay, it's perfect for that. Party all the time there. If you can afford sixteen hundred to two thousand dollars a month on a place that you don't own, yep, okay, <laughs> you can afford a house. And when Amen. you when you get your own piece of the world, it's a little different, a little yeah. different game. So it's an investment. It's a big time investment, and it's yours. Yep. And you can do what you want with it. You know, grow the grass, plant a garden, whatever it is. Can't do that on Seventh Street, but they have a lot of people there who one day will say, "You know what? It's cool hanging out here, but I can't do all this all the time. I want my own place in the mm-hmm. world." Go to Wendy; she'll get you a house, man. She'll she'll take good care of you. There you go. Gonna have to hit her up. You hear that, babe? We gotta hit up Wendy. Uh oh! I thought you already had a house. No, we're in an apartment right now. Oh, the any jump piece of the world. You can walk the dog and play mm-hmm. with the kids and all that stuff like I that. I mean, we like where we're at because where we're at, it's very good school district. Sure. We got a pool. We have a gym. Oh, yeah. We don't got to do, worry about much. The yep. only thing is I need my kids to be further away from me in my living space, if you know hey. what I mean. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mama said I love you, but I don't like you. <laughs> I get where you're coming from with that. Yep. Everybody need their own space. So, yeah. It is what it is. Now then, again, involuntary advice. Involuntary. You don't you don't ask for it. People just walk up and, and tell you about it. Oh, that burns my ass. It just really does. You don't walk up and tell me about 
things that you don't really know or things that you want to see done that I'm not going to do. Mm -hmm. And when I tell people that, then it's they call it he's got an attitude. Well, you gave it to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. I didn't ask for it. Yeah. If I asked for it, then yeah, he'd tell me. And people get mad sometimes when that happens. One girl told me back in the day, hey, you asked me my opinion, and I told you, but you asked for it. Yep. I didn't give it to you. You asked me about the situation, but you got mad at the answer. That's another thing, too. Like, that's a real big, if you don't want people in your business and you don't want to hear their opinion, mm -hmm. don't ask for it. I had somebody one time say, a friend tell me, gave me their whole spiel, sob story, <laughs> and then when I try to give a little bit of advice, and I started off with, this is just my opinion, my go. advice. You don't got to take it. It is what it is. But, da -da 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 -da. and then I get hit with the, well, I don't need your opinion. You know, I didn't even ask for it. What? Yeah, you, should, yeah, you yes, did. Yes, you just did. Yes, you did. Are you out your mind? They are. <laughs> so that's another thing. Asking for opinions or some advice, but then get upset when you get it. Why? Because it's not the answer or the advice that you wanted. Mm -hmm. That's not how it goes. You're not going to always hear what you want to hear. Yeah. So why are you getting upset at other people? You will, you will not always hear what you want to hear. That is gospel right there. Not, you know, you're not going to hear it all the time. Yep. You want to, but sometimes it hurts when you hear it like that. My girl said, then why are you even asking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. Uh, why even ask? I didn't ask for that. You know, some people will. Some people do. And they get all butt hurt. They do. And then... I've had, like I said, I, I go off of stories and, you know, things of issues with me. I've had people, you know, I'm giving them something that's going on, uh, you know, whether it be previous before uh, with my previous relationship. Yeah. Just talking about issues. And then they gave me their advice. And I'm like, you know what? Thanks for your advice. I, I didn't really ask for it, but, you know, <laughs> thank you. I got to learn on my own. That's another thing, too. Sometimes you can't give people advice because they need to figure it out on their own. You might be, yeah. you know, meaning well, but it doesn't matter because if they're not ready to hear it, they're not going to take that advice. They're not going to take that opinion. Nope. I'm a prime example because I was told, don't do it, don't do it, don't get married, don't get married. It's not right. It's not right. Huh. And I was like, no, but I love him. Oh, I yeah. have to. Uh -huh. Yeah, and I had to learn the hard way. And I tell my husband now all the time, I'm like, where were you? I was right down the street from you <laughs> getting married, and you lived up the block. Why didn't you come uh, and like stop the whole thing? He was mm. like, because you needed to learn. Yeah. You are supposed to learn from your mistakes. Supposed to. And you're going to make bigger mistakes. You're going to make small mistakes. You know, you're going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. I, I find it funny when they hold you to death. It's like, you know what? Everybody's going to make a mistake yeah. or two. That whole I told you so, I don't want to hear that. Well, and and so, sometimes it is because it depends on the result, you know? Mm -hmm. Hey, one time when I was drunk, I took this plastic cup, put it over my hand. You know, I guy's like, what you going to do? I'm going to go through this window, a little window pane in this, this abandoned house. Don't do that. Man, I put my hand through that. Boy, I got the scar right here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I told you so. Yeah, you or did. another one my girl said, or when you give somebody advice and they end up taking it, but they're talking about you. Yeah. 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 Like, why are you going to talk about me? <laughs> for what? You asked for it. If you're going to take my advice, now you're going to talk smack about me. Mm -hmm. Come on. 
Mm -hmm. Like, there's just no point. At at the end of the day, everybody will do what they want to do, how they want to do it. If you're not paying my bills, if you're not harming me per se, if you're not doing anything that, you know, is going to affect me, Uh none of my business needs to be in yours and vice versa. Exactly. Vice versa. That's just how it is. And the families that don't know how to keep their nose out of each other's business, sometimes that's that's when you stop talking to family members. And friends. Exactly. I have family members that I don't talk to because they don't know how to to keep their mouth shut Mm -hmm. or how to mind their own. I'm doing well. Why must you put this dark cloud over me or give me any negative energy? I don't need that. Listening ears sometimes have running mouths. Oh, all the time. Not sometimes. It's all the time. People have heard me talk about the best friend that I had for all those years and it took me a while to realize that that you know, hey, he he was Mister. This is what you need to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, he saw it like that, particularly with me, I guess, because we were considered best friends at the time. But the thing is, you know, you say something to somebody, and they go run off and tell everybody. I always wanted a friend where I can confide in a person mm-hmm. that's outside of the family, because I don't tell family everything. You know, yeah. just it's, it's that friend, you know. And when I tell you, it's in comfort. Confidence, confide, confidence, mm-hmm. confidential, you yep. know, and it's out there faster than high speed internet. So I quit telling him. Yep. And he's like, well, how come you didn't tell me? Because you don't know how to shut up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you never stop or understand it, or you don't even care or a combination of it all. Yep. Or if you have those people that you think you can confide in and you're giving them your, you know, yep. you're confiding in something and you're telling them something and they use it against you. Yeah. They use it against you. Mm-hmm. Misery loves company. And if you're doing well, for keep real. it to yourself. If you're making a move, keep it to yourself. That's right. If you're doing something for you, keep it to yourself. Every- because there are always going to be people who have ill intentions for you no matter how close you think you are and i tell one of my girlfriends all the time keep your relationship to yourself there you go because too many people in your relationships you're going to be chirping in each ear each Mm -hmm. ear and every time somebody chirps in your ear it makes you stand back and look at things and my ex now have has told me and apologized listen i listened to too many people i let too many people in our relationship and i ruined that and i know i did Mm -hmm. and you know what it's sad it's yeah. sad because it's not just relationships, it's life. There but these people are not living life for you. So why are you going to allow them to manipulate you to do what they want? How is it going to benefit you if you're doing what they want? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For, for them reasons, I always kept the relationship on the down low. I always did that. You can ask my family. I, I didn't bring home girls to, to meet the folks and stuff like that because I said nobody's business. And I don't care to meet them, their mm-hmm. families, because I know what it's like. It's You sit there, you shake hands, and just lean in and whisper. You walk through the door, someone leans to that person next to them, and they look at you, mm-hmm. cut their hand over their mouth. You know they're talking about you, okay? Yep. Whether it's good or not, they're talking about you. And I yep. hate that. hate being drilled. I'm not under the spotlight. This isn't the FBI asking me questions, okay? Yeah. I never liked that totally preventing that i said i'm not going through that mm-hmm. and my mother boy she picked up that phone landline manager not even a cell phone landline right if i ever even thought about breaking somebody home then it's out there faster than the internet again yep and she called my nosy grandma her mother boy and it always is the telephone yep. when you get the telephone it's like the game yep. it go, it's gonna change over and over it again is. however many people hear it is gonna keep changing each time mm-hmm. each time now, I know we're getting to the top of the hour, but, but check it, though. 
uh, family, they didn't go to their problems when they were, you know, dating mom and dad from what I understand didn't go to their problem. My brother didn't go to his, right? So I figured I'd make it a family affair and not go to mine. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the school anyway, so why go to a function that I'm at an institution where I'm not welcome. They didn't like me. I didn't like them. So it's mutual not to go. I got so much backlash for not bringing people home, for not bringing the date. I'm not letting who I'm dating, you know, come whatever. I didn't go to these fun. I didn't like the school. It's emphasis. Why go to a place where you're not welcome and mm-hmm. they don't like you? So why even worry about it? Yep. And some people even thought I was gay because I wasn't bringing home any chicks or even talking about them. Well, I dated girls at the pizza place where I worked. Mm-hmm. Okay. No one knew about that. Just me and the girls I was involved with, you know? My I, man, the same I, thing. They thought he was gay, so he brought me home. I dated <laughs> girls from other places, and I was happy with that. Yep. You know, I was cool with that. So, you know what? I rolled the dice. You know, yo, you want to think like that about me? I came home with not one, not two, but three dates on the same day in two hours. There you my go. prom, another prom, and a military ball. Boom, let's roll like this. I bring home my date for this prom because, again, I didn't bring home anybody. I figured, why not get everybody off my back and I will shut them up. There are more people in that house than they had reporters at OJ's trial. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's how it I is. I saw though. nothing but teeth and gums and That's questions. That's how it always is. That drove me. And my date had that little uncomfortable grin on her face. Uh-huh, like... <laughs> you got it. That one right there. To this day, we talk about that. We're still good friends. She's like, yeah, I got that uncomfortable sensation when I walked in. I said, baby, I told my mom, just mom, dad, and brothers all I wanted. All these other people there. I didn't I didn't mean to put you there. If I had known that, I wouldn't even rolled up. Trust me, I would have went straight to the function, and that would have been it. But mm-hmm. we were already there. She's already uncomfortable. And when I left the room, because mom asked me to leave the room and talk to her for a second, I at that time, I had good hearing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I hear better then than I did now. Nobody asked her anything. You're all staring and smiling, staring. And she's like uncomfortable, like I'm under the spotlight. Yeah. She got that um, the rotisserie chicken under the heat lamp kind of look because everybody looking at you. No one said a word to probably like six minutes. No engagement. Just smiles. Uncomfortable stares. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just. And, you know, like they're just staring at her, sizing her up. That's that's really uncomfortable. Like when yep. you're just sitting there and you know that they're sizing you up. Sizing it's like, oh, you my God, up. hi. And the make it worse, everybody's following me out to the car. Oh, God. Like they never seen me get into a car before. Like I just started walking the day before. So it's like, look, I'm getting into a car and I'm leaving. I get outside to find some relief, and the neighbors were out there who normally don't, aren't out. Oh, my wanted, God. So the whole neighborhood wanted to see what was going on. We live on the corner. So uh, like, yeah, yeah. I, I felt so uncomfortable. I said, I'll never do that again. Uh-uh. <laughs> that was not fun. Okay? Yeah. Fun for them, but not fun for me. I thought I had to say so in things I wanted to do in my life, right? And I didn't want that attention, so I, I quit bringing people home. Mother never forgave me for that till the day she probably passed. <laughs> First time my husband brought me home, they thought he was gay. They were like, what? You what? You mm-hmm. date women? Right. Yeah. And then, of course, the first time I met his family was the day that we went to the beach and he went, <laughs> I dropped him off so he could go upstairs and get ready because we were going to my cousin's birthday party dinner and I dropped him off and I went shopping and I was like, I'm almost done. I'm just going to pick you up now and I'll go get dressed at my girl's house. Word. He's like, well, I can't come downstairs. And I'm like, why not? Are you dressed? I'm dressed, mm-hmm. but I'm being held captive. Yep. What you mean you being held? They want you to come upstairs. Yep. Because they didn't realize that there's an actual woman, woman in my life. So you mm-hmm. got to come upstairs. I'm like, I am half naked. <laughs> my nipples are the only thing covered. Ooh. My 
Kuka is like, you uh-huh. know, not sure. my booty's half out. I'm like, what? He goes, I don't care. You have to come upstairs. Oh. Mm-hmm. And of course, here I am trying to cover myself. Yeah, you are. And it's the whole family. His mother, his father, his brother, his sister-in-law. All the, the nieces relatives, and yeah. nephews. Everybody is mm-hmm. there. Yep. And I walk through the door and they're all staring at me. And the father, my father-in-law, he's so funny. I love him. Jumps over three people oh, to boy. come and greet me because he sees that I'm having it. Yep. Hi, and so uh-huh. I have to move one hand, and I'm like, ah, yep. "Hello, how are you?" Exactly. And they're all just staring at me. That no, sizing me up, sizing and I'm up. like, "Oh my god!" Mm-hmm. And so uncomfortable. Damn. So you're the person he's been hanging out with. Uh huh. So you're the one that he's in the, the car question. until yep. like six o'clock in the morning. Yep. Yeah, but we're not doing nothing. We're just sitting there talking. Here, here oh, come so the question. where are you guys going? What do you want with him? Oh, yeah. God. Mm. Got to finish this after the top of the hour because you know what? <laughs> God, been there, done that. Mm-hmm. I-, I might have a different subject for the second hour. Trust me. <laughs> that right there <laughs> needs to be talked about. So let's get through this, play some songs, come back, do the Brian Locks calendar, and we're going to open up this can of worms, y'all. Rick's Cabaret, y'all sit tight. And Rick's Cabaret DFW presents $5 You Call It Crown and Down Wednesdays and Thursdays where the choice is yours. With upscale hospitality, the best service and entertainment, in a safe environment, throwing the best party in DFW. Military is always free admission. Come see why Rick's is the best and forget the rest. Rick's Cabaret has two locations, 15,000 Airport Freeway and 7101 Calma. Avenue, Fort Worth, Texas. Come see why everyone ends up at Rick's. Mention Fishbowl Radio and get free admission. Come see the best. FBRN.US Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Introducing the best vodka on the planet, Dank Vodka. Dank Vodka is the world's first terpene vodka, having lemon haze terpenes in our ingredients. We are also veteran-owned and operated out of the great state of Texas and city of Waxahachie. Carbon filtered with the best and purest water right here on the planet. No added sugar. Go to DankSpirits.com and check out our website. First and only terpene vodka in the world, Dank Vodka. That is DankSpirits.com. Get you some. Podcasters, the name of the game is to get more visibility for your podcast so you can gain more credibility with your audience, thus more profitability. If you're ready to start syndicating your podcast and massively grow your audience and influence, then contact Fishbowl Radio Network today at 817-633-4880. Fishbowl Radio Network is one of the largest streaming platforms in the world. And now your podcast can be heard all over the world by the listening audience that Fishbowl Radio Network Network has amassed over the last 11 years. With over 6 million impressions a month and growing, this is a platform that all podcasters should be on to create greater visibility for their podcast. Jump in today and be a part of the Fishbowl family, streaming great live internet radio shows and podcasts 24-7-817-633-4880. Jump in. The Nashville Sound meets the soul of Memphis. The CMA New Artist of the Year shares a drink with his superstar buddy from the home of the blues. Get your feet, Nashville. First, Chris Stapleton, and it's Justin Timberlake.
to get close to you Could burn something today And I'll run for miles just to get a taste
Uh, yeah, second half, y'all, second half. This is all about the Bronnie Locks calendar. You know, I do my holiday calendar uh, at the top of the hour. All these days, every day, every week, every month, it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and y'all need to celebrate it. That's yes. what happens. You know, life is about living. Life is about celebrating. Yes, it is. And we're going to keep on celebrating. Yes, we are. So um, for those who do not know about this calendar, if you want to create a holiday, like National Lollipop Day or National Ride to Work Day or National I Sit in a Chair All Day Long Week, mm-hmm. Month, whatever, you know, National Gonna Drink Water Month, whatever it is, <laughs> okay, it's on this calendar. Wow, wait a minute. We're not in the April. Well, this one's got the April calendar. We're actually still in March. I don't know why it's going oh my with God. this. Well, that's because at the end of this week, it's April. Rent oh, is uh, due. Yeah, it is. <laughs> on a Saturday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, folks. All right. Rent is due. You know, with a one quarter of the year is already done. January, February, March. So we're getting to the second. April, May, June. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Where'd the time go? <sighs> I don't know. Is, the year is passing us too fast. <laughs> yeah, it is. But every day, every week every month there's always something to celebrate so with that being said we'll probably do a combination of both march and april browneatlocks.com is where you go for all the holidays so uh for the tail end of march let's see we got here we got uh national women's month Ooh. we've seen a lot of stuff going on with the accomplishments that women are doing and mm-hmm. have done national peanut month national nutrition month national ladder safety month national kidney month national um spiritual awareness month and that. also uh Women, what's well, Women's History Month? Yes, I did. Youth Art Month for you know kids that do a lot of artwork. Oh, cool. Uh, for the weekly celebrations, this is National Physicians Week. This is National uh, Passion Week. It's also National Shakespeare Week and National Fragrance Week. So cologne, Ooh, fragrance, you know, perfume, all that good stuff. That's, mm-hmm. how, that's how you do all that. Uh, let's see. Today's the 29th. Yeah, we are kind of down there. So the 29th, it's. Uh, Texas Loves the Children Day. Okay. World Piano Day. Okay. Uh, National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day. Oh, I like that. I love uh, mom and pop shops. Manatee Appreciation Day. Oh. And Little Red Wagon Day. That's cute. Yesterday, <laughs> this might your friend might want to be aware of this, it was Weed Appreciation Day. Oh, I'm pretty sure that she knew that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, 420's coming. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I'm saying. And oh. then April, I'm sorry to cut you off. April, my girl is an autism mom, so April is autism month. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. In fact, I'm looking at the April calendar right now. Uh, yep, right at the front. Yes, it is. National Autism Month. It is. It's also African American Women's Fitness Month. Ooh. It's uh, Cannabis Awareness Month. There you go. That's uh, National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Month. Oh, grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, pecan month, Parkinson's awareness month, and also, um, how do you say that again? Parkinson's? No, no, no. What? Before that? Pecan? Pecan. Pecan? Pecan. Pecan. You from the north. (laughs) We had this argument at work the other night. How do you say pecan? I'm like, pecan or pecan? Pecan. Pecan, pecan. I got slapped upside my head by a Louisiana mom for saying pecan. Oh boy. Oh, we call it pecan. Mm -hmm. Pecan. 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 Puh, not pee, puh. And you get smacked in the deep south talking about pecan. Pecan sounds artificial anyway. It does. It's pecan, people. So it's, it, April is the month for that, okay? <laughs> it's also Nationally Sexually Transmitted Disease Month. 
Okay. STD. It doesn't mean go out and get one. It yeah, just no, means you got to no. be aware of it. So be aware. Yeah. So use a rubber. Buy yeah. a Jimmy, my friends. Hey, we're gonna go to the condom zone next week anyway. So I got Ooh, lots of condoms to get out there. Condom zone. We coming. I'm gonna have to buy more stuff, babe. You hear that? I'm going back to condom zone, so I'm buying more goodies. Condom zone in Arlington, seven ten Southwest Green Oaks Road. Uh, a new sponsor had picked up with me, so uh, you can go there and pick up some condoms or pick whatever up some it is. Fun and talk to some of the girls we're gonna have at hand. You know, talking mm-hmm. and profiling and having fun with it, plain and simple. Yep. Let's see. What else is on? Oh, let's get to the first because the first is Saturday. You're right. Uh, other than April Fool's Day, it is National Reading is Funny Day. It is Take Down Tobacco Day. I don't know what that is. Crazy. I'm going to take, take Down Tobacco, but yet hmm. you want to – well, yep. never mind. U.S. Air Force Academy Day. Uh, my dad was in the Air Force, so shout out to my pop and those that serve in the Air Force and all of our armed forces. But that's the Air Force Academy Day in Boulder. Obviously, Boulder. It's in Colorado Springs. I've never been up to that part of the world, but everybody, including my father, says it is beautiful in Colorado Springs. I got to go just to see for myself. I would love to. They say the pictures I've seen, the videos I've seen, it just looks picturesque up there. So mm-hmm. air is clean, up in the mountains. Got to check it out. Ugh, I just hate the cold. <laughs> What? Well, then go during the, um, you know, summer. That's what you got to do. Look, I just got scolded. I'm not supposed to spend money. No spending money. No spending money day. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go to Condom Zone and not buy some fun stuff. There you go. It'd be fun for both of y'all. What, what you be? Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's how we do that. So, uh, let's see. Uh, the 2nd of April is National Education and Sharing Day, International Children's Books Day, Palm Sunday, because that's the Holy Week for mm-hmm. Easter, Nickelodeon Day, and Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. Nickelodeon. Also. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And World Autism Day. The yes, day is the that's second. That's the actual day. Yep. And to round it out on the third, it is Pony Express Day, National Film Score Day, the music that goes inside of a film or to a film. Oh, cool. Uh, let's see. Um, World Party Day. Let's get out and have a party. And weed out hate, spelled W-E-E-D, weed out hate, meaning those that hate marijuana, you weed them out Mm. out of your life. And then you go, do your weed. I like that. Uh Uh-huh. So com got y'all all all covered, y'all. Yes, they do. So, hey, we're back. We're back. We're back. So you want me to finish that story? How I got to hear this because your perspective is something else. Okay. So seriously. Now, my father-in-law, when I walked in, he had no shirt on. And he's the type of man that if he's sitting at home and there's no guest there, he walks around in just his shorts, no shirt. Mm -hmm. Well, I walk in. He wasn't even thinking about the fact that he had no shirt on. He just saw that I was half naked and had to jump over everybody and give me a, you know, hi, how are you? Let me introduce (laughs) myself. And I was like, (gasps) literally (laughs) covering as much as I could. And then I have my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law sitting there looking at me up and down. And mm-hmm. then I have my now niece and nephews looking at me and my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know that they're sitting there and they're talking amongst themselves. Oh, that's the girl that he's talking to. That's the girl he's dating. Oh, that's the one he's yep. bringing home. Yep. They hanging out all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. What, are, what are they doing? We weren't doing nothing. We were sitting in my car until 5 o'clock in the morning talking and having a good time. Reconnecting because we haven't spoken in years. Yeah. Well, when I left, of course, comments were made. <laughs> as after I left, you know, people always have to make some sort of comment. And the comment was, Boy. she's a pretty big girl. 
And I used to be heavier. I'm not going to lie. I used to be a lot heavier. But at that time, I wasn't even at my heaviest. I was just, you know, thick. Yeah. And I was like, but the person who made the comment had had somebody snap back and go, well, you should be one to talk. Okay, thank you. Mm. I felt good about myself after that. But still, it was so uncomfortable to meet my family, my -hmm. family-in-law. Yep. half naked and then to see my nieces and my nephews there and i'm like oh my god <laughs> and i know that they remember that day because my nephews you know they yeah. were like what five and six and they were just staring at me like oh, yeah they were yeah they were those those are those things where milk come from uh-huh <laughs> so oh my god so yep. uncomfortable but <laughs> i mean everybody has a story meeting families oh, yeah um when my when my brother you got out of high school and brought back people to the house okay fine but i didn't care i just don't if that's who you want to be with fine you know and he's like well you know I, i'll he's, he never said i want you to meet him he kind of showed up and say here here they are mm-hmm. fine i was nonchalant you know i mean i was courteous i said hello and just went on about my business yeah and i left it at that you know he's like my girlfriend pretty ain't she you know you know she is for you but i, I just don't see it there you know yeah. but i'm not supposed to that's who you like. Yep. And if you like her, so be it. Exactly. And some people get offended that you don't like that. Well, you know, I, I, I don't, but I'm not supposed to. You guys made that commitment. You made that connection. So look, there you go. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just left it. That's just the kind of person I am. Even some good friends today say, hey, I'm getting married, whatever. And if I happen to run into you and I meet your significant other, fine. I'm not going to make a beeline just to meet and, and judge and talk. Yeah. We meet, we shake hands, ask a few questions. I'm, I'm good with that. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, too. That's another thing. Like, when you meet the family and that's the first thing they come out of their mouth, oh, well, they're not that pretty, or oh, well, what is it that you like about them? Like, it's not for you. It's for me. If I yeah. have a connection, if I'm liking the person, I think they're beautiful, or I think that there's something about them, why does it matter? You're not dating them. I am. Exactly. So it shouldn't be none of your business. If I'm introducing, it's because I would like for you to be introduced to them so you can see who I'm hanging around. But it's not for you to tell me, well, you shouldn't be with them because they're not that cute. That's your opinion. That, that's your opinion. Exactly. Exactly. Again, with the un- involuntary opinions <laughs> or, you know, things they got to say. Nope. Sorry. I didn't ask for it. My, my friend, Sarah, who we were a couple, but now we're actually really good friends. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that if you don't have the romantic connection with these friends or you might have that special friend thing too you know some are friends with benefits whatever mm-hmm. that uh, you know you, you can still get along you yeah. still coexist kind of thing uh, we did her mother's wedding at a beach Galveston it was Sarah's a photographer I did the videography mm-hmm. and you know we were more together then and stuff like that so we did all that met the family met her family some members I knew already some I didn't but we went to dinner after it was done had a, had a pretty good time. We're eating some really, really, really good seafood at the coast. For mm-hmm. those who haven't been to the Texas coast, most of those communities are fishing communities. You'll get that fresh catch. Yep. Trust me, right off the boat, whatever it is, and the yep. restaurants we were, were there had some of the biggest shrimp I've seen, and the price was, was perfect. Yes. And we're all having the reception dinner, you might say it was. And every question was directed to me. Oh, God. Every particularly her uncle and he just wouldn't stop i'm like i can't my food getting cold me asking too many questions you know Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm just you need to quit with all that you know and i asked her about that and she said well he's just trying to get to know you well yeah but you don't have to get to know me in two days like all every single yeah worry about the people who are getting married that's where the attention needs to be the bride and the groom and i am neither 
No, it's all on you now. Yeah. I'm all like, on you. I'm just not going to, I mean, I answered them because we're at, in the uh, public. We're at the table mm-hmm. and I was being courteous. Yeah. Now, when we're on the beach hanging out, whatever, I walk the other way. I'm, I'm through with questions, yeah. you know? Exactly. I'm not asking him a lot of questions. Or the interrogation, like when the Dre, interrogation when Dre first met um, my uncle, the first thing he said was he shook his hand and he was just like, you know, she's like my child. So if I don't like you, her actual father is not going to like you either. And he was like, I'm not here to appease anybody. There you go. And he, my husband has no hair on his tongue. He don't care who he offends. He's just going to say it how it is. And he was just like, you're not the one who I need to impress. Mm-hmm. I'm not sleeping with you, nor am I sleeping with her dad. So if there you go. I impress her, that's all that I need. I don't mm-hmm. need to impress neither one of you. And then, of course, at, at the end of the day, he, with his wise ass, he has them eating out of the palm of his hands. Yeah. You can't judge somebody automatically. You can't just assume somebody's a certain way. Like yeah. that's People need to stop doing that. And, unfortunately, it's just not going to happen it would make life so much easier it would make the world such a better place if people would stop putting their opinions on one another yep stop trying to make everybody be the way that you want them to be if we were all the same it would be so boring life would be so boring that's why people are meant to be unique as a child we were required to answer questions that adults ask and that's Mm -hmm. not a bad thing Mm-hmm. You know, if a grown person asks you a question, and you know, you you answer it, and mm-hmm. I get that. Even then, it wasn't a problem. It got to the point where they would ask so many questions that I was like, "Look, I got to find an escape because I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be rude. I'm not going to disrespect my family. Yeah, because I know how I've been brought up. I've been brought up well, and I want that to be a reflection. You know, yeah. they see me, they see my actions. You know, hey, it's it's who my family is, and we always want to be on the top of of the mountain. I get that. And I still believe in that, too. Hey, you get out there, you represent your family, you represent mm-hmm. yourself, you know, self-aware, self-pride, all the check marks. Yep. But I do get annoyed when they get too deep in questions. So I found the only escape I could use, again, is spark from my grandmother, and I use it to <laughs> even to this day. Your grandmother you for life. Yes, she did. But everybody thinks I need to be okay with that. No, I just got annoyed with it. The best escape I have, sometimes today I still use it, the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I was allowed to go there, and that, that kind of deflected everything. Yep. Everything. And I told my family at the reunion that y'all saw me go to the bathroom a lot, huh? That was a good way from y'all. And it really was. That's the place I can go and have my, my private space, mm-hmm. you know, just to be private, just to get out of it. I'm known for going to my room when there's always a house full of people. Sometimes I need to get away. I need to escape. I need to yeah. turn the TV on, put the headphones on. Yep. I like that. You know, hey, you're not being social. Well, I was, but, you know, I just need that moment. And it's like for people who are non-introverts, if you're not an introvert, like you like to have the spotlight, you like to be out there. But there are those times where you just want to, you know, hide away and not have to deal with anybody and just be in your own space with yourself. I didn't necessarily like the spotlight. I grew up believing that I had to like it because I got a lot of attention as a mm-hmm. kid. But as a kid, that's all you know until you develop a sense of, wait a minute, maybe it doesn't have to be this way. Mm-hmm. Now, the small kid, yeah, you're trained. You know, they program you to whatever it is. That's how kids are. You tell them and they, they go find their way until they start getting their own personality, their own likes, dislikes, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it's cool to be recognized, but sometimes I just rather not. Yeah. You know, not to be on surveillance 24-7. I know yep. parents and grandparents will look out for you because kids need that structure. You need people to look out for you. You need people to make sure you're doing right. I get all that, but not all the time. Yeah. You know, I don't want the Brinks camera on me 
yeah. don't want that that ring camera follow me around, you know, yep. all the time. Cause You're not, not getting paid for it. That's just I just don't like it. <laughs> You know, I sometimes just want to be content and be by myself. Mm-hmm. And once I get that alone time for a little bit, I can come back in there. You can recoup yourself. I just hate when you turn do. around after you change the TV or whatever, and everybody's got their eyes on you. Then yeah. they watch you when you sit down. Then they watch you tie your shoes. Then they watch you scratch your head. I haven't done anything different than what anybody else has done. Mm-hmm. So why is it different when I do it? No one answered that question. You know what? i got to go to the bathroom. Boom. <laughs> I'll be right back. Give me some time. Yeah, I'm going to stay there for a while. What's wrong? That's uh, something I ate. I'll just be. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's how moms do it, too. When we it's- just want time for ourselves and we don't want to be around our kids or our significant other, we just escape to the bathroom. Although now they're starting to learn ways to open the door. Mm-mm. Trying to find the key or unlock it or jimmy it or nope. just take the whole thing I off. I was just told, don't come in there. And that was, that was law. I yeah, know. <laughs> Nope. I wish my kids would listen to that. No, I don't go in there. Mm-mm. Don't go in there. <laughs> and the only thing I, I, I had to fight with was I didn't, I couldn't have a lock on my door mm-hmm. at home. You know, and mom would walk in there when she got ready. Okay, no matter what you were doing, you talking about you being half naked. My mom didn't care. She'd open up that door, and that's it. Where now, my dad would knock, I and I'd appreciate that. Where like my dad knocks on my door because I knock on their doors. But mom, she goes, "It's my house." My house, my rules, I pay the bills. I'm going I get in there, it. yeah. Now, I have a question for that. My children are allowed to have their their time. Like, granted, they share a room or whatever, mm-hmm. but my oldest is 11. He has this, you know, he has that opportunity that he can just close the door, have his private time. Yes, there are times when I do just march in because, yeah, my house, I pay the bills, there you don't you go. do nothing. But at the same time, I'm trying to give him his space. Yeah. Even though you don't have children, what is your view on that? You've been through that. You had your mom walk through the door like you're getting ready and she didn't care. Mm-hmm. What do you think? When do you think we as parents, we should start allowing our children to have that, you know, uninterrupted time? I'd say when, you know, maturity, um, puberty, puberty. You know, bodies change. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still your kids, but we develop, you know, boys and girls, you know, they kind of hit it. And they, you know, hey, you know, it, we don't want to see other people naked mm-hmm. or half naked, whatever. I think that's just a common courtesy. Say, hey, you know what? We're going to come in there. That's, you know, we're going to address whatever we need to address. But, you know, it, you feel violated sometimes when brother comes in. My brother's good at that. I keep saying my brother all the time because he, <laughs> he just needs to be led sometimes. <laughs> he thinks that we need to have a conversation when I'm sitting on the damn commode. Uh huh. The house isn't on fire. I'll get to your unimportant question when I'm finished. Yeah. Not at this moment. My big thing is if I give you that courtesy, I give it back. See, now I'm trying to do things a little bit differently because, of course, being Hispanic, my mother, you know, opened the door. It's her house. And there's this woman that I follow, Uh uh, Celise Rose, and she cracks me up because she makes fun of how, you know, Latin parents are versus (laughs) white parents. And it's so true. A white mom will knock on the door. Excuse me, little Jimmy. Are you okay, sweetheart? Can mommy open the door? No. My mother be like, Psh, I pay the bills. I'm opening the door. What are you doing? I don't care. What What is that? Why are you doing that? Where yeah. did that come from? That's how my mother also found out that I had certain things pierced because she just didn't care and just walked Same through the door. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, now you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to be a little bit different. I'm trying to not be that typical, you know, Latin mom. Just, <laughs> you know, do what I want. Latin. I want to... I want to have my kids have that time 
for their own privacy so they can build themselves, they can build their character, they can, you know, yeah. have their sense of independence and feel like, okay, even though I'm still under mama's roof, like I still can have my own, this is my own time. Yeah. This is my, you know, area of zen. And that's another thing. People go to their room because that's their area of zen. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. when there's a lot of people in the house. Yeah, that's your area. I put my headphones on, mm-hmm. you know, or watch a little TV because I don't watch everything everybody else watches. Uh, you know, I got the, hey, my, my show's coming on. I'll go back and watch it. That's, that's my sanctuary, mm-hmm. you know, and just for a little bit. You know, I'll have to have it all day because I do like the presence of people. I do like my family. I like that. So sometimes I just need to break from that just yeah. sometimes. And then I'll come back and be soft. And it puts me in a better mood. Yeah. You know, I've had some time to myself, plain and yeah. simple. And I understand why she did it. I understand why anybody does it. You know, I am the kid, they are the parent, and they're going to do things in, in my best interest. Mm-hmm. But I felt that, hey, I'm kind of growing up, and I don't want to be, you know, changing in front of people. I don't, I don't like when people bombard me when I'm changing clothes. Mm-hmm. But I don't do that to them. Yeah. But, you know, it's something you have to deal with, so that's why I'm a recluse today. Like I guess I don't even open my windows to my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't open up my doors. When I'm in, I'm locked in my cave, mm-hmm. and I'm in. Yep. And I'm, I'm safe. I feel good. I don't have to worry about that stuff. It's my space, and I can do that. And and I think maybe that's why I've also gotten so comfortable with just being naked around people because I'm like, I ain't never had privacy. I don't know what that's like, so whatever <laughs> it is, what it is. Everybody done seen it already, so I might as well just continue being that yeah. way. But kids, kids do need that. I mm-hmm. mean, we need that. And I'm saying it now because here we go with the uh, stuff going on in the world, and then I'm going to take a break, but... You know, like the shooting we got, yeah. you know, in Tennessee, you yep. know, again, parents said we didn't know they had weapons. We knew she was on medicine, you know, she shot the damn door and killed those innocent kids that had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Killed those uh, teachers in the custodian. Again, they're just living their lives. And this person who's off with these weapons comes in. Of course, they took her out in 14 minutes. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Now we have to worry about that. We got to worry about if our kids have weapons, if the kids have drugs and stuff like that. We have to be more conscious mm-hmm. that young people and younger people are hurting each other and killing each other. Yeah, and it, it's a scary world we live in. So you might have to change that to accommodate this, because the first thing they're going to say is, "My kid wouldn't do that." Yeah, and they do, and you didn't see the signs or. Overlook things and you, mm-hmm. you question yourself. I raised them wrong. I didn't see the signs. I didn't pay attention. It's too late. Yeah. Once the damage is done, mm-hmm. and that will still not bring these people back, but it'll prevent others from going through that going forward. Yeah. It's so sad to know that. And if you pay attention, sometimes you might have to turn your own child in and say, "My son or daughter is crazy. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen. Y'all can get to them. Yeah. They're locked up. They're still living, and some people will live and see another day." Yep. But uh, this last shooting kind of got to me after Uvalde and this and yeah. Dallas. It's just sad what's going on. So it really is. Today's parents have to do that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't we'll definitely that. talk about that when we come back because there's some stuff that I want to say too. Yeah. For sure. And uh, thoughts and prayers are definitely with these people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it won't bring them back. Definitely not. Nothing will. It's just it's just sad that we have to go through that. So even in my day, those things did help. Hey, we want to make sure my son isn't doing this. He isn't doing that. He's not crazy. You know, I'm not saying that I was. I'm saying I see what they're saying, but now it's more of a reality. Mm-hmm. It's more of a daily. Yep. People are doing this. Every time you turn the news on, a young person will go to school with something. They just took a gun away from a middle school student yesterday in Fort Worth. Monning Middle School. That's a school that I DJ. 
That's insane. That's the first school I started when I was a DJ. I did a Valentine's dance back in this. How all this mm-hmm. guy started me being a DJ, and I looked at it and I read that I was at that school about two weeks ago. Oh my god! And they have a police officer there, a guy with the beard. I know who he is. We always, you know, hey man, your security. I'm in the military. We might need each other one day. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And they took a pistol out of this boy's hand at Monning Middle School. Middle school people. I- <laughs> Middle school student. It's insane what it's all coming to now. Six-year-old boy, first grade, shot that teacher up north. Shot mm-hmm. a teacher. Shot her twice. A six-year-old. See, you just got to be on your game with your kids. But I know you and your methods <laughs> and yeah. how you and your husband are raising these wonderful children. And I don't care what kind of weapons anybody would try to bring up to you. Somebody try to harm your children. Mm-hmm. You might as well go call Laurel Land Funeral Home and get that ready because you're going to put them fools underneath. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Thank you. Thank don't, you ain't going to mess with Barbie's kids, y'all. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Definitely not. I'd rather face some people at the border in my unit <laughs> than to say, oh, you did something to who? Barbie's kids? Oh, <laughs> she getting ready to get your ass full. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she won't stop. Until she get it. Am I am I right? It's very true. You're very right. Woo. Scared of you. <laughs> I am scared of you. Uh-uh. I'm not that bad. I swear. I'm not that bad. We'll see about that. <laughs> right back for that attack, y'all.
yeah, we are back, y'all. We are back. And Barbie has something to say. So in regards to talking about parenting and, you know, these shootings and these kids and the first thing out of parents' mouth is, well, that's not my kid. How well do you know your child? Are you giving your children that space to feel comfortable to talk to you? Are you giving your children that opportunity to be free without judgment? Because unfortunately, what parents fail to realize and this is my this is my parenting okay this is the way that i see it because i was raised with a very strict and short fused latin mother (laughs) and i had to do everything she said and you know what there are a lot of things that as an adult now i look back at at what she did and i don't agree with but at the same time i look at it and i think to myself you know what my mother did the best that she could as a single mom with two girls and yeah. she had to work hard and she had to do everything she she could and i appreciate it now even though i don't agree with every little thing i appreciate it and i thank her because i am who i am because of what she did yeah but i wish that my mom knew me better mm-hmm. and i wish that my mom had given me the opportunity to feel comfortable and safe to talk to her about certain things yeah. so with my kids I allow them to do certain things that some parents might think are unconventional. Yeah. And you know what? I can be I can say, "Well, no, I know my child." Last night we were having dinner and my son was like, "Let's play a play a game. Who knows me best?" <laughs> and he starts asking all these questions. Here I am. Boom, boom, boom. And he's like, "Oh my god, mom, you really know me." I'm like, "That's right." Uh-huh. You're my baby. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to know you because God forbid something was to ever happen. I'd be like, you know what? No, that is definitely not my child. Yeah. Or no, you know what? That is something my child is capable of doing. And there are things that, you know, right now children are not only, you know, feeling like the first thing of line of defense is to kill somebody. You know, when they're feeling like they have no one to turn to, the first thing that they do is they want to shoot up everybody because they're like, nobody's there for me. Yeah. LGBTQ community. Yeah. For these kids, and that that really is something that hurt like hits me hard because my mom is is gay and I grew up in a, a place called the Center in New York where parents and families and children can go and everybody can, you know, find resources for themselves and I was a young mentor. Sure. And I dealt with a lot of young kids who were feeling suicidal because they couldn't open up to their family. Or they couldn't open up to their partner. Well, not their partners, but like their friends and feel like they had nobody to turn to. And so what do I have to live for? Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And so I make it a very safe place for my children and his friends because I have some of his friends that come to me and talk to me about personal things. And it's because they feel like they don't have a voice in their home. Mm -hmm. And I make it very clear. I'm not your parent. I will never step over your parents' toes, but just know that if you need a place to escape and talk, you can come here and we can talk. If you want to find a way to talk to your your parents or your family and you need another adult so that they can kind of, you know, therapy, whatever you want to say, yep, I will be that mom. And so my house has turned into like the little safe haven. So, of course, I get all these kids to come to my house. <laughs> yeah, you do. Miss Barbie, can I tell you this? Miss Barbie, I want to ask you questions. And, uh-huh. of course, my son has a big mouth. And my son is just like, well, if you're feeling insecure, you're questioning this. My mom is bisexual. You can come and talk to my mama. I'm like, child, why are you telling the world my business? <laughs> He's Damn. like, because, mom, if Ooh. I can tell them that, then they feel a little bit more comfortable. And it it's true. I've had... I've had some kids come up to me like, well, 
I feel a little bit more comfortable because you're partly part of my community or you're in my community. So I feel like you might, you know, understand. And I try to put myself in their, you know, their positions because I was a young kid scared to tell my mom too. even though my mom is gay. I was scared to open up and tell her I was bi because I didn't want her to be like, oh, my God, no. What are the what is the other family going to think or what have I done or for her to think that it's her fault when in actuality it's not. It's just who I am. Mm -hmm. It's who I was born. You know, I was born that way. But unconventional parenting, people have to understand you have to now change with the times. We cannot continue to raise our children the way we used to. Obviously, things, everything is changing. Times are changing. Children are are. growing up very quickly. Children are learning things very quickly. So we have to adapt to that. We have to be there. Here goes my husband. Wait, you're bi? Yeah, <laughs> and I have a girlfriend. Oh, what are you going to say about that? It, Look, it's he's it's be crazy. Like, are you right? You know yeah. what? But you know, I wish I had my mom to talk to about certain things when I was younger. And I don't want my son to grow up, both my kids, I don't want them to grow up and say, I wish, I wish. I want them to say, no, I had a parent. I had parents who allowed me to be myself at home and feel comfortable with If I'm able to be myself at home, I can be myself outside of here. And if I ever needed anything, I have my parents to go to for advice or to explain things or to ask for guidance. Yeah. Because that is the biggest thing that these young children who are doing all these shootings, they're not going, they don't feel comfortable to ask for guidance or they're asking for it and being ignored. Yes. How do you ignore children when they're showing you these signs? Are you just that wrapped up in your own world or in your own business, like work, personal life? That's what these kids, that's why they feel like they have no voice either. Mm -hmm. People are wrapped up and not paying attention. It's true. That's true. Uh, You know, and I wish I had more time with this. We are, you know, a couple of minutes out, but uh, Mm -hmm. we can definitely make a story out of this or a subject out of it. Because, uh, again, some of the signs are obvious. Some of the signs are not. Mm -hmm. There are some people, they don't believe it. Yeah, you know, I can't believe my my daughter's not gonna go shoot the school up. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, I, my daughter's not gonna commit suicide. You know, that's it, not a sign. You know, and I, I I don't know what that's like. I n- would never want to have a child and then lose them. Mm-hmm. You know, in any capacity, sick, car accident, whatever, and then something like this. You know, I just just the cards can't fall in place for this, and your mind cannot process this. It's it's believable, but it's also unbelievable, mm-hmm. you know, unfathomable. No, this can't happen. And it can, and yeah. it has. Yep. And it's getting worse, and we don't know what to do. And everybody's got their own spin on it. And something needs to happen because we can't let that happen anymore. But we, as a society, should reach out more. Have these talks. Have shows like this. Have places online that have clubs that say, "Hey, you got this going on. You're not the only one, and we can somewhat maybe give you direction to help you mm-hmm. at least get past it or yep. get through it." Because some things you just can't change. Some things you just got to do. So you got to tolerate it. Find yep. a way to make it coexist. So that's why I do what I do. That's why I got into radio. That's why I have these talks, and I bring people on to say. We're going to keep talking about it until we find a solution. Yep. Until it goes away. Like, for instance, racism. Yep. Morgan Freeman said it best the actor, you know, he goes, You want racism to go away? He goes, Stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, damn. It's kind of powerful. It's kind yep. of right. And somebody say, You're probably wrong about that, but, you know, that's his take on it. That's yeah. his personal whatever. But if we do talk about it, I'm pretty sure somewhere in there we can find a happy medium. Because mm-hmm. life was not meant to be hard like this. Life was meant to be enjoyed. Life was meant to have fun. Mm-hmm. Meant, okay? <laughs> it ain't like that for a lot of folks. And then sometimes you say, I'm struggling with this. 
I don't have enough money for that. You know, I don't want to go cut the grass. I was saying that, yes, I got to cut this grass. And a little voice in my head came and said, well, at least you got grass to cut. Yep. There you go. Some folks ain't got a pot to piss in. You know, some folks, you know, are sheltered. Some folks are homeless. And they be proud to cut that grass. Mm-hmm. Be proud to, you know, keep up the house. Be proud to pay the bills so you can live like you want to live. Yep. Don't compare yourself Very to what true. someone else has got. Just be happy with what the things you have already. Mm-hmm. And go from there. I say, yep, I can open my eyes. I can get up and do for myself. Be happy. Mm-hmm. And some people can't say that. A lot of folks in this world can't say that. So I have a photo somewhere. I'd have to find it. I'll try to post it. But it's a photo of... Hurry, you got 20 seconds. A gentleman and another... Three gentlemen looking at each other, comparing each other. One is in a wheelchair. One is in a sports car. One is in a beat-up car. Mm-hmm. And they're all wanting what the other one has. Yep, I've seen that. So sad. Don't compare yourself. Be grateful. Be happy. Be mm-hmm. content, folks. <laughs> yep. And, and go with it, okay? That's what you got to do or what you yep. should do or... Involuntary advice. <laughs> That's what you should do. <laughs> and always remember to namaste the shit out of what you're doing. There so you namaste go. the shit out of it. I'll learn that too in yoga class. Yep. Get that stretch on y'all. Downward dog. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time right here on the Alley Rally Show. Thanks Love again, you Barbie. You do what you do. We'll see y'all. Take care. Let me say the same since we've been together Ooh, loving you forever Is all I need Let me be the one you come running to
bobbing her, throw up the sex in her. City from this balcony. Back in 2019, I was outside freely, but now they got it out for me. I don't care what frat that you was in, you can't out for me. Keep dreaming. Pineapple juice, I give a sweet, sweet, sweet semen. I know what they like, so I just keep teasing. Hard drive full of heat seeking. Trying to come to same day as Jack rethinking. You don't need Givenchy, you need Jesus. Why do y'all sleep on me? I need reasons. I got plaques in the mail peak season Shout out to my UPS workers making sure I receive it You can do it too, believe it I been a Throw up the Sex in a Yes, I am. They say you a superstar now, damn. I guess I am. You might be the man, well, that's unless I am. Okay, I'll confess I am. Go ahead and get undressed, I am. Okay, cool. You want sunset? I'm about to slide, okay. I'm outside, okay. This lifestyle don't got many downsides. Except for the lack of time I get around my family. Making sure they never downsize. I got visions of my mom saying, wait, this house is mine. Can't lie, I'm on Angus Cloud 9 I got him on the bandwagon now, about time I ain't even got no downtime Every time I speak, she say, yeah, that sounds fine I've been a Throw up the Sex in a
there ain't no job. It's live, live, it's all the way live. Don't even have to run, don't even have to drive. It's live, live, slippity slide. Just forget about your troubles and your nine to five. And just sail on, that's what you do, just sail on. Now the dude's so fucking, hey, what do you think? What is it called? It's called a lakeside strength.
to the base.
party the other night Long tall Sally was out of sight Threw away a wig and a hot sneakers too She was doing a dance without any shoes She was barefooting She was barefooting That you can barefoot all night long Take off your shoes and throw them away Come back and get them another day We barefootin' We barefootin' We barefootin' We barefootin' Everybody get barefooted Take off your shoes If I barefoot, would you barefoot too? Suit so John, I stole your stool. I was barefooting ever since I was two. It was barefooting. Oh, 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 oh,
long blonde hair Sky blue eyes Yeah, that well-bred look is easy to recognize Tailored dress It fits so fine
how I'm doing, I'm blessed, yes Living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed, yes Waking up, thanking God Every day is feeling just like Sunday Wifey fly, by my side Green light, everything is going my way Riding clean, living dreams Just like the barber and I'm feeling like Midas Heard him say, give him praise What's in the water, got you acting like this Ain't a day go by that I don't try To thank the Lord up above And if you wonder why I'm loving life Come close and I tell you what's up Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed, yes Living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed, yes Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed, yes Living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed, yes Playing cards, laughing hard Barbecue and waking up the whole block Music loud, turning loud Little kids are breaking out the bus stop Life is good, really good And every moment, no, I can't forget I gotta say, I won't change You're the reason that I am like this Ain't a day go by that I don't try To thank the Lord up above And if you wonder why I'm loving life Come close and I tell you what's up Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed, yes Living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed Ariana
ever flow. Wrist icicle, ride back bicycle. Come true, yo. Get you the type of blow. If you want a manage, I gotta try to go. Smoking, so they call me Young Nicky Chimney. Rappers and they feeling since they feeling me. Uh, I, I, I give zero folks and I got zero chilling me. Tiffany, pop the blue box that say Tiffany. Curry with the shot, just tell them to call me Stephanie. Gun pop, can I make my gun pop? I'm the queen of rap, young Ariana Run Pop. Keep talking way too much. Say I should give them up. Can't hear them. Hi, this is Howard Scott from The Howard Scott Show. Coming to you from beautiful Arlington, Texas on Fishbowl Radio. You can catch me every Wednesday from 6 to 7. And we play all this war music. And you get to hear some of the songs that I wrote when I was in the band War. How I created the songs, the stories behind it. And we start off with the blues. You have a good time talking to me. So tune in every Wednesday from 6 to 7 and catch The Howard Scott Show. We're having a whole lot of fun on Fishbowl Radio. Jump in. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Everybody, come on and clap in here, will you? Just for me now. Yeah. I like it like that. Shoot me, baby. Shoot me. Shoot me with
Come on now, put your hands yeah. together. Everybody. Really running things. 